Incoming transmission. My allegiance is to the Republic, to democracy! In other situations, if, let's say, hypothetically, the four of us were sitting down at a diner, and then uh, Will the just said, sorry, we got it. In the diner! <laughs> Justin Davis is back. And today we are talking Royal Rumble. Um, it, 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 we're not going to talk much about that uh, Mountain Dew dark match thing. I don't know what that was. Uh, I, I don't I, know if anybody knows um, what that was. Like, like, like when they were interviewing like Bray Wyatt separately, and then like L.A. Knight separately. You know, their only response was, "Well, you know, because L.A. Knight was in character. He was like, well, you know, as long as it was a, if it's a puppet match, you know, but uh, like." The only thing I loved about that match was Bray Wyatt's body paint. Like, I thought that was pretty cool and innovative. But other than that, I'm just like, this just didn't answer any questions. Like, it just made more questions. Yeah. Um, are you talking about his interview on Insight with uh, Chris Van Vliet? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And yeah. then he did a really cool interview as well after that. Because, you know, they did that. Uh, I don't know if you guys did a chance to watch the press conference that they did after that. No, I, I haven't. I watched um like the very like beginning of the press conference and i was kind of burnt out by then yeah it was on i think it's still on peacock and it's on youtube as well and they actually spoke out of character like bray wyatt was just talking like normal people Rhea ripley was just talking about normal she kind of had a thing about you know well her and the judgment day they get together they have pretty good party time you know they get a little wild and crazy so they can't talk about it but other than that like you know, I mean, come on, man. We know Bray Wyatt. You know, uh, Finn Balor is probably calling his wife going, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hey, 100%. Like, come on, man. Like, Dom's just sitting there probably sitting there going, like, Dad, how you feeling about this angle? He's like, well, you know, we got to face each other at WrestleMania. But, you know, <laughs> we got to get each other down. So let's start with the, the, the first match that kicked it off was, like, the men's rumble to start us off with. And I thought that was really interesting. Because uh, I'm thinking, okay, main event is going to be the guys' rumble. It's like, no, nah, apparently not, because Roman and Sammy. <laughs> like, even though Sammy wasn't, like, it wasn't Roman versus Sammy, but it became Roman versus Sammy. Oh, absolutely. And it threw me off because I was actually out of town. I planned to watch the Rumble with my brother and I didn't know anything about the match order. So I'm like, oh, I'll take my time. It's past eight o'clock and I get in and then I open Twitter and like the moment I'm setting up Peacock on the TV, it's like Cody Rhodes is your Rumble winner. So I actually had to go back and like, you know, you know, skim through it. I didn't watch the whole entire hour, but I skimmed through the important parts of the Rumble. Um, And it's it was a very interesting decision. And and I'm on the fence on whether that was the right decision. In hindsight, I really? think it was. Um, okay. But the thing is, like, in my eyes, and, you know, I could just be conditioned by the big WWE machine. The Rumble is the attraction. The Rumble goes on last, bar none. You can yeah. have a stellar banger match, but 
the rumble is what you paid to see so it should be the main event however given the storyline that was going on in the main event that i know we'll talk about i can kind of bend on that and that's why it's kind of put me on the fence because yeah that's the first time i think i don't know if it's the first time ever but it's the first time in a long time that the rumble has not gone on last right 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 so yeah yeah here's my thing number one first of all who came up with this uh, the idea that logan paul and ricochet were gonna stop the whole rumble for two seconds <laughs> who thought you know like i can see triple h today going guys i don't know if that's a good idea i mean you're just gonna crash in the middle of the ring like but that's the point like you know logan paul's just sitting there jammed up on his energy drink that he's been trying to shill out to millions of people he's just sitting there just hopped up on whatever they call that junk he just sitting there just like, come on, man, let us jump, let us do it. It's like, I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to come out there and hit you with a pedigree. Yeah. Like, you can do it if you feel like you need to do it. But, like, what's the point? It's like, people will pop, man. And they did. So it was Fresh off of an MCL injury at that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, I'm sort of thinking, like, and what was the point? Like, you know, I mean, I got mad. I'm going to say this right now. I got mad because I, I think it would have been better if they hadn't tried to cover up the fact that Kofi possibly got injured when he got thrown out of the ring, if they had just been like, dude, I think Kofi might have hit his head. I don't think he's going to be coming back in. Yeah. Like, instead of like, oh, it's Kofi's foot on the thing? Like, it's like, okay, we understand the camera didn't see the initial hit. But like, we saw his head. (laughs) Somebody was like, they said it's either he hit the he hit the announce desk or he hit the head like dead on the floor. He just wasn't very, you know, and they just kind of got him out of there. So I'm like, great, another member of the New Day possibly hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not what we need. It, that's one of those things where, you know, um, where where you really start to question the lines of, okay, what's what, you know, did they plan this? Did they do that do this do that because for the years following of course bar barring last year Kofi's always had that moment where you know it's the it's the masterful escape from getting eliminated and the handstand or I'm a pogo on this uh desk chair and it really um I'm gonna run around the barricade until I get one of the steps and jump off onto the steps and one of the questions you always ask is well, you know, is he going to make it? You know what I mean? Like, is yeah. is he going to make a mistake? And the past two years back to back, we've seen what happens on the other side of that when that doesn't work out. But I also think that adds an element of realism. Like last year, when he hit the barricade and his feet hit the floor, they didn't that. they didn't try to play it off and go, oh no, it was close, it was too close, so, you know, it was whatever. Um, they they sent him out of there yeah. like they should have because right. it's it's. The, you have to somewhat still keep into the confines of the contest. Yeah. And we have trouble doing that a lot in, in wrestling today, but that's that's a glaring – that was glaring. You couldn't have done anything else. Yeah, I'm sorry. I personally think the Logan Paul spot where he came in the middle of the ring and he was all like, hey, guys, what's up, guys? What's going on? Like, why are we stopping the rumble for this? And then they're, like, beating up on him. Everybody's, like, beating up on him. I'm like, dude, that should have been Brock. When Brock mm-hmm. came in the ring, everybody should have just turned their attention on Brock. It was like, we know what he's capable of doing. We need to kill this dude. And, yeah. like, of course, I understand that the, the story they were going towards was Bobby and him. But I'm like, dude, they gave us Gunther and him for, like, two seconds. And I'm going, I wouldn't mind seeing that match. Like, let me get that from Randy. I don't need to see Bobby and him going at it again. We've already seen it a couple of times. 
Like I, I'm good with not seeing that. Like give Bobby something else. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I like the fact that it's one of those where those two individuals are the only ones that I would think would make sense to eliminate Brock because they could be setting up something down the road for Gunther. They obviously think very highly of him. He was in the Rumble match for over 70 minutes, yeah, the longest in history. the whole entire match. Yeah, <laughs> and and he did great. And so, you know, I, me personally, I would rather see Gunther than Bobby, but I wouldn't mind if they branch it out to where you see a little bit of both um, because these little interactions seem like they're setting up. I wouldn't mind Logan Paul and Ricochet. If they were going to do that springboard in the middle, I would have preferred that in a one-on-one. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, I get it was a big spectacle. And the, and the audience reacted wonderful. I jumped out of my chair when I saw it back. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, I get it. But, oh, like you oh, said, why stop the rumble? And that's the <laughs> biggest thing is a lot of the action. One of the biggest, um, like, like things of the cliches of the rumble is where everybody stops and just, like, looks and stops fighting completely. They did that for Piper and Snuka back in 08. Yeah. Um, they've done that for, you know, multiple things happening. Every All the action stops. And I don't quite get it, but, I mean, it's it's a rumble cliche at this point. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, they, they definitely have done that more times than they like to count. But, of course, my only other gripe about the men's rumble, why was Cody last? Why was Cody number mm. three? You know that felt like Cody could have been. I could have understood if Cody may have been number twenty, or Cody could have been even fifteen. And the reason I said that is because the great story was Gunther and Sheamus for the longest. They started off as number one and number two. Yeah, battling it out, and you know all this. Of course, the Judgment Day comes in. You know they do their thing for a while. Here comes Edge. You know, just spirit everybody. All oh, this day, you know, just spirit everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, everybody but Dominic. And you know, then they go through that whole thing, and then here comes Rhea, and then here comes Beth Phoenix. I'm like, so Beth's gonna be in the women's rumble, right? Like that's a perfect setup. Like absolutely. Like, oh wait, no, because of what they did. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it has on Beth that in there. <laughs> Unless we eliminate her, and if you do that, then Rhea's not getting her comeuppance. But I'm like, you could end up doing something really cool once if Rhea gets the championship. I 100% agree with that. And back quickly to the Cody thing, I wonder if he was number 30 before they even decided to announce that he was declaring for the Rumble. Maybe they were on the fence about keeping it a surprise because what better surprise than number 30? Even though it was a predictable surprise, it would have still gotten a great reaction. And even him coming out and you knew he was in the Rumble was a great reaction. But I do wonder if he was at 30, no matter what, and they were saying, okay, we're going to decide if we're going to announce this to you know, kind of boost revenue or boost anticipation, or are we going to keep it a complete surprise and just say he's still injured? Yeah. Um, I'm with you. If you knew he was going to be there ahead of time, put him in the middle of the rumble or in an earlier part to where it's impressive that he's outlasting, um, you know, the rest of the competition because he's, he's the realistically he's the biggest baby face next to Sami Zayn. He's the biggest, yeah. biggest baby face in oh the rumble. So, you know, he's got to have that element and he, he did the right thing, right? He came yeah. in and he, he, um he, what he do? He beat on Logan Paul for a minute and then he had, Braun Strowman stop him you know he had like the biggest guy in the rumble stop him he knew he, yeah. the psychology was there but I do wonder about that placement and maybe it was to build anticipation throughout the match like when's Cody coming out okay yeah. not this one when's Cody coming out and that's possible too 
Yeah, I kind of here. Here's my. You want me to pitch you my dream Russell? Absolutely, humble thing. Always. So, I almost had wished that Roman at the beginning of the night had said, "Hey, Sammy, I got your favor." He's like, what? What do you mean? I got your test, man. He's like, what do you mean? He said, "I saw you at SmackDown Friday. You know, yeah, I told you I wasn't supposed to see you there, right?" Yeah, I know, but Jimmy, I, no, I don't care. Here's what you're gonna do. No one to rumble. And then I'll tell you the rest of it once you win it. So Sammy goes in in the place of Seamus. So it's Gunther and Sammy. So put fast forward through everything else and, and let it be Sammy and Cody. Now, I know somebody would say, well, but you, they built Cody up. You can't have Cody lose the Rumble. You can because they could have got him in an elimination. It would have been <clears> hard <throat> to put him in there because Here's the thing. So, you have Sammy dump Cody out. But he hates it. You can tell he's hating it. Uh, and he didn't want to do it, but he's like, I got to win because the tribal chief told me I got to win. And so then the next night on, you know, Raw, you know, tribal chief comes out, you know, the bloodline, as they've been doing, bloodline comes out first part of Raw. Sammy, congratulations, you won the Rumble. You know, now I got to tell you about the other side of it. Now you're going to yield the rubble spot. That way, that way, you know, the tribal chief ain't got to do nothing on WrestleMania. All right? Tribal chief ain't got nothing to worry about on WrestleMania. Tribal chief can take WrestleMania off these monsters. Mm-hmm. And so Sammy says, I'll tell you what, Roman. He says, I'll give you exactly what you want. But you know, the elimination chamber is coming up in Montreal. And, you know, I mean, if we do a match for the championship, I mean, we, at least we keep it in the bloodline, right? Right? Yeah. You know, yeah. and we do the match in Montreal. I give up the spot. You ain't got to worry about me challenging you at Mania, but I give up the spot at, I, I want to face you at Montreal because, I mean, you are the best. You are the tribal chief. And I want to do something against the best. In Montreal, my hometown. And Roman kind of yields to it. And then they basically pull what they pulled at the end of this, at the end of that show. Right. And so, yeah, it didn't go back on track, which I think is where we're headed still anyway. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Cody winning was dope. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. I mean, I don't think I like Mountain Dew Pitch Black to break. You know, that much. I hated the match. Match, and I'm and I'm not sorry to say it. Um, the match made zero sense to me. My thing is, I, I don't. I'm not one of those that believes that wrestling should be 100% realistic, right? Right. I think that there's an issue with that because there's some things you can get away, and you know, but you don't want to insult the audience's intelligence either. There's a fine line. So, uh, a lot of my issues, it, it just stems from Bray Wyatt, and I get it. He he's big on telling stories. And I think he's too big on telling stories, if that makes sense. I think it gets to the point where he's losing the element of that this is still wrestling. And this is turning into more of a sci-fi series, like a horror series. Like and, his, his feuds are becoming a movie. Yeah, and I, I get it. Like for there's a section of the audience that really sinks their teeth into it. But if you're looking for wrestling in the context of like this is a wrestling promotion, whether they claim to be or not, 
uh, it, it doesn't make much sense, just like this match didn't. And it's like, okay, I'm supposed to believe that this guy has supernatural powers. I can get with that to a degree, but you know, he has one, he has one face paint on. It looks really cool, but the match itself was just so awkward. And that was another big thing is like, there wasn't, it wasn't like a solid barn burner with this cool effects and these cool, whatever it was. Oh, it, it, I can't even call it a brawl to be honest. I mean, can you? Yeah. I mean, Cody and Gunther in the rumble gave us a better match. Yeah. The last two in the rumble, you know, then, then what we got, of course, I think that that's a testament to both of them. And I mean, you got to remember Gunther had been in the ring for how long and then he was still able to yeah. pull that out of wherever he got it you know and and then you've got uncle howdy just unaliving himself off of the top of the uh, the stage jumping in (laughs) i'm like so if fire showed up i'm like does kane show up now like what what's the story and it's like okay so whenever you hit this obvious crash pad because it's what it was and it didn't do anything to look like it wasn't so now fireworks come up. Why are the fireworks? Yeah. I get it's the big effect and it makes everybody jump and look, but it's like, so what am I supposed to get out of that? Am I supposed to think that Uncle Howdy is dead now? Because that's the first thing I thought. Okay, they killed yeah. Uncle Howdy. Like I know Uncle that's Howdy not the case, LA but Knight it's like no longer yeah. alive. And LA Knight's dead too. Uncle Howdy sacrificed himself. But you know, that's may not be the case. I'm obviously being kind of facetious, but it's also you have to, I think sometimes they forget that some of the things that they want to do doesn't communicate well to the audience at home. Yeah. It's the old uh, Wolverine, why didn't Wolverine wear yellow spandex in the X-Men outfit? Some things don't translate well to three. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the same situation. So we go from this almost boring match to a match that wasn't as boring, but it felt like there was a lot of misses. And it was with the Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss match. It felt like there were a lot of small botches. I don't think they're good dance partners. And I hate to phrase it like that because, you know, I don't I don't like, you know, I don't, I don't like being disrespectful, but I don't think that they have very good chemistry. I yeah. think that this was just kind of, well, who's Bianca going to fight at the Rumble? And they wanted to continue the Uncle Howdy story and try to link and give some teases for Alexa to get into uh, doing the more things with Bray Wyatt down the road. And I, like, I, like I, I've never seen anything between these two that I've liked so far and nor... Yeah. Like I said, I don't think wrestling should all be uh, realistic, but the visual between these two, man, Bianca is a very stout, very, you know, just she's a jacked woman, man. She's yeah. And you've got Alexa Bliss and no disrespect to either of them. They're both gorgeous women, but uh, Alexa Bliss just looks so small and frail compared to her. And right, right. I think that these two are going to get into a fight for the title. Nonetheless, it, it's off putting. It just it, it just is. Yeah. Now, what would have been interesting is if Alexa was struggling with certain things, like if they had had her like almost get disqualified a couple of times because she was getting more brutal with her attacks. But yeah. again, the story they've been telling is she's kind of snapped in and out of blackout, so to speak, and she does weird things. Like she attacked a referee a couple of weeks ago, and then like she just like snaps out of it, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, what did I do?" And she's not aware of what she's doing. I'm like, but we didn't see any of that in this match. We just basically see Bianca do what Bianca does best. They kind of carried it, and and then and then we were good to go. And then one, two, three, and then they do this whole thing where she really thinks you're in control. And then all of a sudden, yeah. she's just sitting there almost in tears again. I'm like, didn't we do this already? And we did like, Almost like throwing a fit in the middle of the ring. She didn't start the screaming and hollering. But her feud with Charlotte a while back, she did that. Like, she just broke down and you know, she 
breaking the doll and all this other stuff. I'm like, but st- but can we just get a new Alexa Bliss? Like maybe a little bit harder edge Alexa Bliss that like she said, I don't need this. I'm bad on my own. And then she starts doing things that are more heelish or something like that. Everything, you know. Yeah, I could definitely buy it more if, like you said, she had leaned more into being more of a heel, cheating, or even being a little more aggressive and trying to take more of the fight to Bianca. And this was just more of a standard wrestling match. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we have to think about context and we have to think about where each person is in their story right now. Um, But I mean, you can't have a great match every match, especially on a, on a Royal Rumble card. There has to be some bathroom break matches. That's and, some duds. And unfortunately, and unfortunately this was break right next to each other. Yeah, yeah two of them back to back. That's <laughs> rare. Like I could have gone and got a Mountain Dew pitch black if I had any in my fridge, and, <laughs> and be like, I'm popping some popcorn because so we got the Bianca, which I love Bianca. Don't get it twisted, but it just didn't. It just didn't work really well if it doesn't work it doesn't work even if you like the participants i like both of them i really do i've liked some of the stuff alexa bliss has done i've liked a lot of the stuff bianca belair's done she's awesome but this match just didn't work and it, it happens yeah we, we have a sponsor so we've been sponsored have you ever tested your nerd kung fu Have you ever attested? Nerd Kung Fu. Nerd Kung Fu, yes. You're Nerd Kung Fu. Now, I know what you're thinking. What is Nerd Kung Fu? Because it's not like we're going to get a bunch of nerds fighting in a ring. But maybe it's about how you look. Maybe it's about being able to show off that nerd thing that you dig. You know what I mean? Do you like The Office? Do you like Star Wars? Do you like Jurassic Park? Do you like video games, anime, movies, etc.? Because if you do, you can get your Nerd Kung Fu on. In the description on the podcast, there will be a link. You can go there and you can order up to your heart's desire on anything from shirts to socks to posters and all sorts of things. Even The Godfather. So if you're down into movies and video games and comic books and or things like that, TV shows even. I mean, like I said, The Office, Firefly is represented. They got all sorts of stuff. It's all legally licensed official stuff. Jingle Spider, uh, what's your nerd kung fu? Uh, my nerd kung fu is weak but i feel like by following the link in the description i might be able to make it stronger smider what's your nerd kung fu my nerd kung fu is a southern style it uh is very fast very aggressive mostly uses just the two first knuckles on my hand to knock people out but that's only because the stunt people are kind enough to fall over it's up to you how your nerd kung fu is we appreciate you checking it out and grabbing the link and getting your stuff from nerdcogfu.com. And then, of course, we go from there to, of course, the Women's Rumble. Uh, we got to see Oscar come back with her kind of makeup that uh, probably mo- half the crowd was like, oh, she's got new ma- face makeup. I'm like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. If she comes back as Kana, you have reinvented the killer. I don't think you get it. Like, if this is Kana Oscar, women get ready to die. <laughs> I think with some of that reaction, a lot of people knew a lot more than we think knew. With the way it wasn't just like, "Ooh, that's Koi," cool. was a "Oh my gosh, they finally let her do it." Is what yep. like that that reaction sounded like to me. Yep. I hope. And they, yeah, I hope they do like flip the flip the switch, Triple H. Just be like, let her become a killer again. Like she's been away long enough. Or she could be a killer and she's not 
and let her just speak the normal English she speaks. Let her be eerie and creepy. Yeah, I, not the stuff that Vince had her doing, the screeching oh. and, you know, that kind of, and the thing is, is that the cream will still rise to the top, right? Asuka's still incredibly talented, and she still was on top during that time, yep. um, but when you let let the uh, wrestlers be more themselves, like Kana is more like Asuka. I hate yeah. to say it that way, but you get where I'm getting at. It's like, mm-hmm. that is more her, that's more who she's, com- uh, she's comfortable doing, that's more of what everybody's used to seeing from her. And I mean, it, it, I can draw slight parallels to Finn Balor right now. Yeah. And the reason why people will never enjoy Finn Balor as much is because he's not Prince Devitt. And I, I'm not saying that he has to be, and nor should he be, or could he ever get back to that. But, you know, this is something we're talking about nine, 10 years ago. We yeah. loved him then, and Finn Balor just hasn't been the same. So hopefully Asuka can do the opposite and go back yeah. to her roots and, and be great. It's the Shinsuke Nakamura, Finn Balor yes. effect. Uh, uh, it, it, to some extent, they tried to do it with AJ Styles, except AJ was just like, "I'm AJ." Like, what are you like, come on, man. But um, it, it's this idea of we gotta tame them. We can't let them come in with the same energy and the same uh, intensity that they had when they were wrestling in the Indies or when they were wrestling in Japan or whatever. I'm like, dude, let them do, let them fight, like, let them fight. And so, yeah, but you had Oscar come in. You had a few women from, of course, NXT because they ain't got enough women on the roster to actually do a rumble by themselves. Uh, you had, like, Michelle McCool come out. And I'm like, so let me get this straight. She's sitting in the crowd. She's watching this, and she's acting like she doesn't, she doesn't know that she was going to be in it already. So, like, she's, like, looking at her kids, like, oh, it's me. I guess they're playing my music. Well, let me pull off this jacket, let me get in with the stuff that I already have on underneath my jacket and wrestle the match. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe just 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 have her come out like everybody else. Like, I don't know. Maybe you show Taker with the kids. I don't know. You do that. But that was just weird to me. It, was just like, it took me a bit out of it for a minute. Of course, uh, you know, you had stuff like really cool stuff like Rachel Gonzalez coming out there and going off for a while and like, man, I hope they do something well with her. I feel like she could be a great, not only a Latin representation, but also just a great representative that's not standard white girl. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm sorry. I think people could park, like, small jets on her back. <laughs> You're not wrong. Just because she's just a huge fan. But then again, she's also, like, like I think Corey Graves uh, said something to the fact of, yeah, she uh, has to support a lot of weight around her in real life. I'm sitting there going like, yeah, because she's dating Braun Strowman. Yeah, 100%. And speaking of Corey Graves, to go off on a small tangent that's Uh super related, Uh he had line of the night. If you remember, um, it was Rhea Ripley, I believe, was either getting eliminated or trying to eliminate someone. I believe she was in this combination. And Liv Morgan runs over and just gloms them and breaks it up. And Corey Graves stops everything, commentary, cuts them off and goes, see, this is what I hate about the Royal Rumble that people do. Somebody's trying to get eliminated and, you know, they're trying to eliminate someone and they, and they run over and break it up. That's stupid. <laughs> and I was like, yes, 
Yes. And I don't, I'm not been a big Corey Graves fan, but he's he dropped right. that line and he's right. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a silly rumble cliche, just like stopping the rumble, stopping who you're fighting to watch two people come in and do something or, you know, running over to knock somebody off. Like if somebody gets eliminated, you're one person closer to winning. Right. Why would you stop the them? Yeah. Like, I, why wouldn't you help them? In fact, they're my, they're my friend. No, y'all been feuding for a while. Like, no, like live Morgan's been slammed all Multiple times by Rhea. Like, I'm sorry. That, that, there's no friendship at that point. <laughs> like, just let her, just let her go. But um, I'm going to say this my line of the night is from Pat McAfee because nobody told him apparently about the whole Fang uh, Bros thing for the Men's Rumble. Because, you know, when Seamus and uh, Seamus and, uh, and Drew McIntyre had been going around at the Bang Bros. And WWE got a cease and desist from a certain organization that has a similar name uh, that's not for not for family safe stuff. And so uh, they had to change their name. So they're the Banger Bros now in WWE, which is funny because I think they also call the other team with him and Pete uh, and, and, and the other dude something very similar to Basher Bros. I'm like, so Seamus is a different name based on who he's tag teaming with. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, why aren't they just all in the same group at this point? Like, I don't get that. But anyway, so yeah, but nobody told McAfee not to call him by the name, but he dropped it like 10 times. During the- <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe it was intentional. I mean, he also used the uh, the the last few syllables of the streaming platform to describe the streaming platform yeah. and I'll leave it at that yeah. so you know I think he could have been having some fun and it, it was it was very refreshing to have him back I'll just say that yeah. much definitely. But, definitely so so back to the women's rumble uh you have a situation where you, you, you don't I'll say it this way I really wish they hadn't decided to bring Nia Jax back like I don't get that at all. No, that could have been such a better, uh, better use of a surprise. And it was a surprise. Like I, I, I was shot. I was like, huh? You know, looking at number 30, who's it going to be? You know, I thought it was going to be Rhonda. I really thought it was going to be Rhonda. I'm like, okay, she's going to come back. We're going to get Rhonda and Charlotte at mania. I don't mind that. I, I'm not clears, as big of a Rhonda pulls a Brock Lesnar and clears half the house out. Yeah. I'm not a Rhonda Rousey hater as much as other people are. I get why she's not likable. I really do. But I'm not as big of a hater. I think that she's okay in the ring. She's just a little awkward because she's trying to bring full-fledged MMA into pro wrestling, and you've got to have a little bit of a blend. But Nia Jax is very a very, very questionable pick, and I don't think this is going to be the last time we see her. She has merch already. No. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> Here's the thing. I've never I've never been a pro wrestler in my life. Um, but you can also tell when somebody is consistently legitimately hurting people and when somebody just looks rough and she's the first. She's the the yeah. former. Yeah. And that's where it's like okay. Like I mean she literally to her credit, she helped kick off Becky Lynch's run, but she broke her nose, man. You're not supposed to do that. Right, that's it, not it supposed to good. happen. Yeah. No. It looks great, and it worked out, and they made it work. But, you know, if you do that so much, you're just not going to have anybody to wrestle the next few right. nights. So uh, that's where so, it's, you know, it's concerned. One of the last times we really saw something with her was the whole her and Charlotte kind of going off script for a bit. 
you know. And, and <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And all that. I'm just sitting there going, like, are they going to kill each other? Are we about to see a real, like, did we work into a shoot, brother? You know, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. But, uh, yeah, and, like, Rhea doing the riptide. Somebody's like, oh, she didn't get that riptide. I'm like, Nia didn't let herself get picked up either. Nia was fighting. You can tell. But Rhea has picked Nia up. Unless Nia has gained, like, a god-awful amount of weight between the time she dropped out to the time she came in. Uh, I'm pretty sure she wasn't letting Rhea get her up to the full extent. Because Rhea hit, Rhea hit her with it in NXT. Rhea's hit her with it multiple times on Raw, and it looks a lot better. I 100% agree. I think that it could have been some being away from the ring, and I'm not making fun of her. She's a bigger woman. And um, she's been away from away from the ring. Maybe the timing wasn't there. Maybe she just didn't jump high enough to help her out with that. But, you know, Rhea's strong enough to do it. And maybe it was fatigue on Rhea's part. I mean, she had been in from number one. So, yeah, it could have been both. Could have been a combination of both. But Rhea Whitley is up with it. Mommy uh, is is going to WrestleMania in the main event of WrestleMania. What are the two nights? Because they're still doing this two night thing. So she'll she'll be the main event on one of those nights, I'm sure. And they interviewed her, and she said, you know, she would love to be able to take the title off of Charlotte at Mania, but she also knows that her and Bianca bring out the best of each other. And so she's like, yeah, I got a lot of decisions to make. I'm ultimately sitting there going like, okay, the problem is if she goes after Charlotte, who's going to be the person that goes after Bianca? Like, that's a Mm. tougher sale. You know, because I mean, are they going to end up having a her and Becky go at it again? Because that doesn't feel right. No, no, no. You know, but anyway, we'll see. But then the main event of the night, I'm not going to talk so much about the match because the match was pretty good. I mean, KO was doing what KO does, Roman was doing what Roman does. Uh, you know, of course, we start to see a little bit of, of a little bit of uh, maybe I'm not quite into this like I thought I was when. When Roman was yelling at Sammy to go get him a chair, and I thought it was hilarious because at one point, you know, Paul Heyman's like, "Get the chair, Sammy!" I'm sitting there going, "Dude, chair, Paul, you're right there. Hand him a chair." That's what I was thinking too. You could have just grabbed the chair and been like, "ECW." Yeah, if you won't do it, I will. And then you know that, but I get it. They had to have. They had to have Sammy hand in the chair and almost kill yeah, his almost best friend. It. Right. And so they go through that whole thing. Fast forward to the end of the match. The match has ended. They are beating the dog snot out of, out of uh, KO. They handcuff them to the ring ropes. Uh, there's a point where Jay's about to put the flowers on Sammy. And Roman's like, no, 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 not yet. No, nah, no, nah, hang on. And so he goes to this whole thing and like they're beating him. And of course, it gets to the point, you know, Roman's about to hit him with a chair. And Sammy gets in front of him. He's like, dude, this is beneath you. We ain't got to do this. We're good. He's beaten. He's done. It's over with. You ain't got to do this. And Roman's just like, you know what? You're right. You should do it. Everyone's like, oh, this is going to go bad. And then I started thinking because the way Sammy was holding the chair, and I've seen the memes already. Seth Rollins, because he was sitting there holding the chair. I mean, because he was—he didn't want to do either, and you could tell he was struggling. And then eventually, he was just like, you know what? Then Roman got in his face, pushing off on it. Yeah, this thing is a joke. 
you know, and I'm just like, he's Denzel Washington in him right now, man. Roman Reigns is trying to pull that Denzel back in performance. He's all like, no, 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 I don't accept that, son. No, you were supposed to hit him with the chair like I told you to. You didn't do it. I'm going to sit there and hit you in the face about this time with it. Until you get it through your head, you need to hit him with the chair. He doesn't care about you like we care about you. You're part of the bloodline, sir. <laughs> Dude, and then when he hit Roman in the back, everything shifted. And then you get to this point where even Jay is sitting there looking at him going, what did you do? What did you do? And then Jay leaves. Jay doesn't even stay. Like, Jimmy's just going off. Solo is going off. Roman is going off. And then Jay's just gone. And they basically leave him beaten in the middle of the ring. And Roman looks at Solo and he says, we're at war now. We're taking no prisoners now. And I'm like, I get a funny feeling the bloodline is going to war against everybody. I don't think it's just Sammy and KO anymore. It's everybody. 100%. They're going to war against two people. No, and they could have been referencing Jay leaving too. They feel like maybe Jay's going to stick up for Sammy again. And like you said, as soon as he hit him with the chair, the whole thing completely shifted real quick. I won't spend too long on it, but something that blew my mind is they brutalized KO. I mean, that was, uh, if KO's not off of TV for another few weeks, uh, come on. Like they, <laughs> they abused that man. And it was, it was getting uncomfortable after a while. 12 times between two people. Yeah. If they beat his head in, it was getting kind of uncomfortable. Like, you know, like I get it, it's wrestling, but it was like, okay, this is kind of going too long. And at what point is, and then finally Sammy was the voice of reason, but I'm with you. I don't think it's going to stop at, you know, just KO. And, but I do wonder if Sammy and Jay are going to align or how that's going to happen. Um, and allegedly uh, the inside scoop is that the main event for Montreal is Sammy and Roman. So yep. that's also interesting to see that how that's going to unfold. Are we going to see a dethroning? Like, you know, it's done. If it's done right, sure. You know, Jay could be the missing piece to cost Roman one or both of the titles if they decide to split them or if they decide to keep them together. Um, so many branching storylines off of that chair shot. And that's, I mean, they've done well. This is one of the better stories told in, in a very long time. Like, I'm even. I could feel myself getting invested. And when he hit him with the chair, I I've audibly went, Oh, like, you know, I cast yep. because yep. it was like, no, wow. He, he actually hit him. So, yep. uh, wow. Just, and I'm glad bravo. they did it that way instead of the traditional Roman and him turn. Like, I'm glad it was Sammy that made the ultimate decision. And he was just like, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Yeah. I'm because it was the thing you didn't expect. You yeah, know, and you, expect, it, you would have expected Roman and him to turn on him. You didn't expect him to be like, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. I'm and he didn't turn into Hulk Hogan and clear the <laughs> ring out and flex up and hit everybody with the chair. He sat still because you could tell he didn't want to do it, but he's like, Look, I got to make this decision. And he took his beat <laughs> like a man. I mean, nope. sat there and got, got pounded on. Um, Wow, little details like that matter. In in other cases, he would have cleared the ring out and made a big showing and fired up and saved KO, and they'd have been standing triumphant. But that wasn't what this was. Yeah, Kevin always um, would have broken the handcuffs. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't what this was, and I'm glad it wasn't. It wouldn't have worked. 
Yeah. It needed to be what it was. And I'm really interested to see what the next steps of the bloodline are because like uh I think it was Jay posted up on his Instagram, he was just like, I'm out. And it had the blood drop on there and he was just then he came on later and said something to the effect of there's certain things I just can't do anymore the way I want to do them and have to do something different. Now, we don't know what that means. I guess we'll find out Monday and or Friday. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. I mean, yeah, Jay could end up helping toss Roman. I would say, honestly, it, it needs to – if Sammy were to win a belt, it needs to be the Universal Championship just because I think Cody should be the one to get the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. And that's the way you do it. And then you deal with the craziness after the fact. Like, I honestly think, like, Solo Sokoa needs to become even wilder than he already is. Like, he needs to go after people who he has no business going after and just killing people for a while. He's in the spot that I wish they could get Jacob Fatu for. Solo fits it well, but, man, if they could get Fatu. I'm not going to go off on a big tangent, but... You're right. He needs to just up it just a little bit, like yeah. like with the, that talk from Roman. Like the Miz goes in, the Miz is all like, "I want to bring you out on Miz TV," and Solo just immediately goes after Mysterio, just hits him with the hits him with the hits him with the thumb, just jacks him down, and that'd be crazy. Well, we're wrapping up on time. I know you got some things to go do, man. It's great talking with you as always. I really appreciate it, um, everybody. Uh, Justin Davis, go follow him on stuff. I'll make sure to drop links in the uh, description thing and everything. Uh, man, he's a good dude and pretty awesome stuff he's doing, building up all sorts of things. And so uh, go support him. And above all else, guys, keep listening to somebody, guys. Take care.